Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I honestly don't know what, how to fucking start this shit. Okay. Hey, what's up, everybody? What up, everybody? Fucking hell. Um, Sam and Mike here coming to you live again, pre-recorded. Uh, yep. The Renderos Brothers. You know where to find us, anchor.fm slash the Renderos Brothers. The Spooktober week. Spooktober week. Spooktober month continues. Uh, you know, we got a lot oh, of yeah. stuff to cover. So uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you for sitting down. Uh, let's get this started. So how's the week been going? Uh, not too shabby. Uh, just been fucking working, uh, dealing with the heat. It's been a kind of a warm week for uh, October. It's still hot out. Been yeah, in the nineties, so work's been kind of fucking, you know, brutal. Yeah, a little unforgiving being this, being in that type of environment. Environment, but especially with the masks, you know what I mean. And then I have to have safety glasses on for certain things I got to do. Yeah, of course. It can get a little, it can get a little warm. There's one of the things that I like to share with friends because I know a lot of friends don't use safety glasses, uh, glasses when doing projects around the house. And yeah. uh, there was one time I came across a meme, and there was a person who had, was working. Um, I forget what tool it was. I think it was a grinder of some sort. Yeah. And he just didn't realize like the disc that he puts on this grinder could crack like he just he wasn't thinking about it but so he didn't wear his he wore his safety goggles like he thought about it yeah and the image is his safety goggles with the disc the grinder disc chipped and like slammed right into it so had he not been wearing his safety goggles yeah he would have lost his fucking eye yeah it's just fucking crazy it's just just uh it's definitely a key a key key thing to use whenever you're doing anything man with tool power tools and you know, just swinging at something with a hammer or anything like that. You gotta, you gotta have your, you gotta have your fucking protection on. Reminds me of the time when, like, you know, dad, being the general contractor that he was, like, he would take any job, and one yeah. job was like, hey, can you trim these hedges? And he had the hedge trimmer, and he pulled up in his truck, and he's like, get a screwdriver, get a screwdriver. He's got the fucking hedge trimmer stuck in his thumb. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, this <laughs> yeah. dude is. What are you doing, man? What are you doing yeah, with your he's life? Like pry the fucking thing open. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? How? <laughs> That's your thumb. Yeah. I'm doctor. The doctor told him like apparently his hands were just so thick. He's lucky. He's like a lot of other people. He's like they would have lost their thumb. Yeah. He's like you're stopped the blade. Yeah. No, we got <laughs> we got some type of luck with that. I think. I think right. it just runs within us all for reals. Runs so in the been, blood. I've been. Injured and it's just like it's just happened to me and it's like it's not that bad, you know what I mean? If somebody else, they probably got fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're gonna start off with Juon. Uh, as we said, um, we're, we wrapped up Juon the last three episodes, four, five, and six. Uh, just yep. a just a quick heads up. I know that we talked last week to say we were gonna watch uh, Grave Encounters on Prime. Oh yeah, but we just ran we ran out of time. Yeah, uh, it's a lot to watch an hour and a half. Uh, three films in an hour and a half. I mean, Juon's three episodes are also an hour and a half so we had to sacrifice something that'll be for next week actually yeah okay so we'll start off with episode 1.4 as it's called on imdb his obsessive search for the cursed house leads yasuo to m an incarcerated child killer a pregnant woman incurs her husband's wrath uh again directed by show miyaki um so it opens up it's 1995 it's now a um you know a couple years after yeah, because I think the last episode was 94. And it, yeah. Not even 94. No, I think it, was 90, it was still 95. It was still 95 because the woman was pregnant. Okay, yeah, yeah, you're right. They jumped back and forth in that ju- episode. Yeah, so um, it starts off with uh, Odijima talking to the killer, M. But he's only from the first fucking episode. Like, you don't ever find out what really happens to this dude. He's just fucking in prison already. He's <laughs> yeah, been he's caught. Um, you know, oh, wait, no, they, they, you know, they only mentioned the girl was missing. I don't remember actually seeing if she was actually found or if he was arrested. I don't remember anything no, in the previous episode. No, they didn't, they, didn't, uh, they didn't show any of that. Yeah, and so, you know, he's talking to him, and he gets the address for the house, and, or he get yeah. No, he gets the... Look at my notes here. Um, yeah. Somebody eventually, Tetsuo's mom, right? She gets to point where the house is at. They do a seance. Yeah. Another yeah, seance. Yeah, yeah, And it points, to, yeah, the fucking thing burns or something like that. No one gets dark. Yeah, there. exactly. And so, like, but the thing is, like, 
these characters are just brought in out of nowhere. So it feels a little kind of chunky because like the pregnant woman that you see in the thing is from the last episode, which you I completely forgot about them. Yeah, when we yeah. talked about it. I was like, who the fuck is this pregnant broad? And, um, you know, so like she's talking to Nubo, who is her uh, she's having the affair with. Yeah. And, you know, her husband knows about the affair because he was following the guy around in the last episode. And yeah, saw exactly. Him yeah. Talking to his wife. And, you know, like, she decides, don't worry, I, I will take care of all of this. Um, she goes home. Her husband comes home from work. And she just starts fucking dropping the knowledge of, like, yo, this is not your baby. I don't fucking love you. I only let you jizz on me because I already knew I was pregnant. And yeah. you know what? Fuck it. I had to make you think yeah, the that truth, you knocked me up. Yeah, it's really this dude's got this dude's baby and whoop the fucking woo. Yeah, and she's like, I poisoned the wine, so just drink it and kill yourself. And the dude drinks the wine, but yeah. then he tries to force her to drink the wine. You know, and then this whole fucking fight ensues and shit. <laughs> Eventually, like, she stabs him. He wrestles the knife back, slits her throat. You know, um, it, it became it was, it was really fucking wild. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what else happened? I didn't expect that to happen. I, I didn't expect for that fool to fucking bro for her to stab him or in, and him to fucking kill her. Yeah, and then once he slit her throat, he decides for some weird reason that he wants to save the baby. Yeah, and he, this is one of the most gruesome scenes I've seen in this series. He cuts <laughs> her belly open, yeah, takes the baby, the baby out, <laughs> and you know then. For some reason, takes the baby to the house. Yeah, where the fucking where uh, the curse is at. Yeah, tries to bury it in the backyard. Ghost bitch pops out on him, and um, goes back home. Oh no, goes inside the house. Yeah. Right, he's like, oh, I'm hungry. He eats some food, and then finds uh, Nubo's wife dead on the ground, um, and then Nubo hanging shit dropping out of his body because his, his yeah, butthole hanging, can't yeah, his butthole can't hold it anymore <laughs> yeah he got a dead butthole <laughs> yeah, yeah drop it all out drop it that. all out and just fucking let it splat splat <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> lose that weight real quick you know yeah uh he's got the title fight that's why he's got to lose weight <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> he gotta make weight huh <laughs> who can hang the longest <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna be up there forever <laughs> um you know and ends up going back home like scared of his fucking mind somehow the phone ends up inside of the pregnant woman's belly and it starts ringing and it causes him to go a little fucking yeah, mad fucking, I was like what the fuck yeah, like, well, I don't what understand what's going, going on and um <laughs> so Odijima finds a house right with the help of the caseworker and the you know he realizes that the house is his like cutting back to Odijima uh, Odijima uh, the, the paranormal investigator yeah. Uh, some crazy shit happened in that fucking thing. And, you know, he somehow survived the events of the house, but somehow created a mental block. I'm not even sure. Um, it just, I don't know. It, I, I think it got a little weird and a little fucking calm, complicated towards the end because they were just adding certain things. Just tons just of to shit. Make just shit go. in on yeah, top of it. Just to make shit go. Yeah. His dead wife visits fucking um, the guy in fucking prison. And then the baby's eating his fucking prison food. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck? And then crawls inside of his fucking mouth. mouth yeah. And then it cuts to um, to uh, Toshiki, the little boy, telling his father to run away. And that's how the episode ends. So you're like, oh, fuck, Toshiki fucking survived. So then it goes to episode five, right? And then um, so Odijima meets, uh, Odijima meets with uh, Kosaka, who is the cop from the previous episode, who's yeah. like, What's going on? The cop then takes Odijima to the fucking house. Uh, you know, he, he's saying the cops are having bad dreams. And all of a sudden, Odijima starts getting fucking memories flooded in. And he's transported back into his past. When he was a kid. When he was a kid. there with his dad. Well, before that, he gets transported to the past. And he actually sees Kiyumi in the fucking uh, closet, freaking out when she sees the lady, but he can't see the lady. Oh, yeah, yeah, he even peeks up. No, that was afterwards. Was that the second time that, that they went the back? the second time, yeah. Okay. Um, you know, he tries to open the attic, but he can't. Kosaka snaps him back. Yeah. Um, you know, and then it cuts to uh, Kogimi getting fucking railed by some dude. Um, you know, <laughs> she's a prostitute now. Oh, yeah, 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 I remember. And uh, Katsuji, the father, finds her, 
And it turns out Toshiki <laughs> is dead. Like he's telling her, like, oh, he comes to me. Like he tells me to run away. He talks to me. Yeah. And she's like, no, he doesn't. He whispered in my ear. He whispered in my ear. Run away. Yeah. Um, she gives him a fucking ghost baby. I don't <laughs> like she walks over there and she's like, I was gifted this. And like she's holding nothing. Yeah. And she like hands it to him. It's a blanket. It's a blanket. Um, a blanket of broken dreams. Yep. Um the boy again appears to tell him to run away. Girl, the two girls were like, we're sorry for ruining your life. Yeah. It's fucking weird. <laughs> and, thing, and you don't ever find out what happens to Kuyumi. Uh, yeah. Ki- uh, Kiyumi. Sorry. Um, Haruka and Odijima keep going. They're looking for her. Uh, Kosaka talks to the realtor who tells him like, ah, I just fucking ignore it. Like everything, like it doesn't even fucking matter. I'm still alive. Yeah. <laughs> I've been in here. Yeah. The curse don't affect me because I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, true. He's that. like, fuck it, dude. This guy could have stabbed his fucking wife, taken out her intestines, wrapped it around her like a fucking mummy and shit. I don't give a fuck. I got a house to sell. Yeah. I flip this house. I got to get paid. <laughs> I sold it a few times already, so it keeps paying. Yeah, and then, um, you know, fucking Odijima and fucking um, Haruka, they find, you know, where Kiyumi is. Her husband's now dead or her ex-husband or whatever. He's fucking dead in the fucking, in the tub. And you see what happens, how she kills him. She drowns him in the fucking little tub right there. And I, I did get spooked out a couple of times in these episodes with some of the fucking shots they chose. Yeah. Especially with, like, Katsuji, like, fucking popping up behind her and shit. I was like, ah, fuck. Get the fuck out of here, dude. You're fucking dead. Like, don't <laughs> yeah. don't pop up, <clears throat> motherfucker. Um, <laughs> but how, you know, Odijima witnesses Kiyumi breaking into the house as a child. And, it, like, it, it almost seems like Destiny's touching all of them in a weird way, like their time connected with the house. Yeah. Um, and then obviously the the girls pop up and they're like, "Hey, we're sorry you fucked up your life. Why don't you come with us?" She goes, "I just want to go back to the high school days." And they're yeah. like, "You can come <laughs> with us." He he he. Yeah. Um, you know, like the Grady twins. Yeah, dude. And then um, you know, he flashes to his childhood. The ghost woman gives Odijima the baby and tells him to bury them together. Um, and then the woman in black breaks the window and takes the baby from him. So I don't know who yeah. the woman in black is. She's like a fucking creepy-ass shadow yeah. that just pops up. And that's how episode five ends. It goes into episode six. It's now two years later. It's 1997. There's a new family that's moved into the house. The woman is pregnant. And then you have... Uh, their names are Tomoko and you. Uh, the movers know that shit went down in this fucking house. They're like, hey, isn't this where the fucking crazy murders? Don't fucking say that shit, bro. Yeah, like, you're right down. fucking here. Yeah. Um, you know, Orijima comes to talk to them and try to give them a warning, a heads up if they experience any crazy shit. Yeah. And sure enough, like, the husband doesn't want to fucking hear it. He threatens Orijima and tells him to get the fuck out of here. But then she starts having fucking bad dreams. Yeah. You know, um, the fucking cat meows. She seems to be synced up with the ghost lady. I don't know, a fucking the murder. The TV turns out Haruka's on fucking TV. It's a bunch of dude, shit. It's just, a, it's bunch just a bunch of shit over on top Tetsuya's of mom and Haru- up. Yeah. Tetsuya's mom and Haruka show up with fucking Odijima for a fucking seance in the goddamn attic. Um, you melts. Like he goes into the fucking street, he screams, and he fucking just bloop. Yeah. He melts into nothing. I'm like, what is going on it just, here? I, it was kind of, it was fucking weird. It was weird. It, was good. it got really odd. Yeah. It, it, like, um, still creepy. Like, I mean, there was a lot of creepy shit in this fucking, these episodes, but the story just got so fucking convoluted. I was like, I don't understand what, what is going on. It's hard to kind of pinpoint exactly connecting the dots because some of these characters were just brought in just to be brought in. Yeah, yeah, and so they don't help the overall narrative story. No, like it's just I, they're just to fucking continue to just to continue to make uh, episodes. Like <laughs> I'll tell you, Ju on the movie does not operate that way. They feel like three stories connected to each other yeah. through the house. Okay, and, but it, but it's really fucking well done. This I, show, I watch that shit, man. We, yeah, I know we're gonna we're gonna review it. So yeah, so the, that this show just felt like all right, cool. We want to make the house kind of like the origin story, but not it's not connected enough to me. To the original films at all, where I'm like, oh yeah, this makes fucking sense. Yeah. Um, Tatsuya's mom is left in the attic and she gets fucking killed by the ghost bitch, you know, and <laughs> it turns out that Toshiki is alive. I thought he was dead. He's a fucking vegetable in the hospital. The caseworker's like, do you remember me? And she hears him saying, run away yeah, through, through, the his, windpipe. through the windpipe um, to uh, Ariyasu. Uh, Hiroka then decides for some reason to dig in the backyard 
to the very creepy Tetsuya's mom laughing at her. Yeah. Uh, which I was like, get this bitch out of here. Yeah, it's a fucking... It was really... That was a really creepy moment right there They do me. a lot. They, that's the one thing I think that they, they were good at. They were good at making some creepy uh, The scenes. moments. Yeah, creepy yeah. scenes, creepy moments. She buries the tape that where they records the noises they originally heard. Yeah. Um, and then she starts hearing a baby crying from yeah. underground and then from her purse. She drops the bag, opens it, sees that nothing is there. And then somebody pops up from behind her, grabs her, and and that's how it. Uh, yeah. And that's how the first season ends. I don't know if they're getting a second season, um, but I got to tell you, with everything and how it transpired, I ultimately landed with the story is a mess. There are some really creepy moments throughout the entire season. See, episode three is probably the most wasted because yeah, it's the yeah. one that moves the story forward the least. Yeah, like. Just doesn't fucking help out at all with the story. So ultimately, like after talking about it, we decided to give Juon Origins a score, a Renderos Brothers score of seven out of ten. Scortober, uh, Scortober <laughs> in Spooktober. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I mean, watch it. I think it's still interesting enough to. If you fucking want to see some creepy shit, I guess. In in and there's some creepy shit in there for sure. Possibly fall asleep. Possibly fall asleep in there. It's, it's not too bad. You can, we could probably watch this. Yeah, you know, one, of the, one, one or, or a couple of scenes will put make put you to sleep for sure. Cause you're just like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's, like, it gets it's just, really it's wild. Long. It gets yeah, real fucking wild yeah. at some point. Yeah, once it gets like that, the crazy shit is is, is what I really like the most. Yeah. Uh, and then we watch The Lords of Salem by Rob Zombie. Oh yeah. Uh, let me read this off of IMDb. Robert Zombie. Robert Zombie. Roberto Zombie. Uh, Heidi, a radio DJ, is sent a box containing a record, a gift from the Lords. The sounds Lords. within the a grooves day, trigger yeah. flashbacks of her town's violent past. Is Heidi going mad or are the Lords back to take revenge on Salem, Massachusetts? <laughs> All right. Um, the movie is directed by Rob Zombie, written by Rob Zombie as well. And again, stars his wife, Sherry Moon Zombie, as Heidi Hawthorne. Sherry Bruce, Moon Zombie. Bruce Davis. Uh, Bruce Davidson. Basura. <laughs> uh, Bruce Davison um, as Francis Mathias, um, a.k.a. Uh, Senator Kelly from the X-Men films. A.k.a. fucking shit, this movie was trash. <laughs> <laughs> this is... Um, so for me, I have problems with Rob Zombie as a filmmaker. I think his best film is clearly and still will always be... The Devil's Rejects. Uh, House of a Thousand Corpses, I fucking hate. <laughs> yeah. Um, 31, I started watching. I had to stop. I watched <laughs> Three from Hell with Thomas from the deep dive, right? And my friend Sean Whalen has uh, a scene in the film. He's he's a character in the film. Yeah. And that movie is just okay. Like, it's not fantastic, but it's not... I don't know. Like, it feels like pieced piece together, right? And, yeah. Um, I and so, like, you went to go see it. Yeah, and so I was just like, oh, whatever. The film is whatever. I, I honestly, you know, Sean Whalen joined us on, on the deep dive back in the day. Uh, had a wonderful conversation talking about how Rob Zombie's a cool guy, which is great. You know, and I'm, I'm glad that my boy... Yeah, he's, my he's boy, cool. I met that fool before at, uh, at work. And, you know, but the, my, my problem is this movie, like, it was made for $1.5 million, but it doesn't have anything to say. Like, it just... Fuck no. It just... it's So it's an hour and a half... Of Sherry Moon Zombie just going from one set to the next set to the next set. And nothing really happens. They throw in, like, these forced jump scares that don't make sense in the context of the story. So she plays Heidi Hawthorne, who is a record DJ. She seems like a nice enough lady. Heidi Hamilton. Yeah. Um, no, you know, she's on the show Frank with Frosty and Heidi, and, Heidi yeah. and Frank. Um, yeah. you know, Frosty got fired. I know he got fired. Poor bastard. Rest in peace, Frosty. Yeah. Um, you know, and so, but nothing happens in the movie for a long time. Yeah, dude, it's fucking stupid. It, she's having like these visual like hallucinations that aren't scary. There's the story isn't connected. You're gonna tell me. So the movie opens up, you know, and uh, Sherry Moon Zombie is like butt ass naked on the bed, which I'm like. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, I could, I'm I could like, think like this. This who just want to fucking show his wife's ass the whole like, time. I'm what like, the fuck? okay, cool, dude. I mean, like, whatever. I mean, it's a butt. Like, it's not. It. I've seen butts before. Yeah. <laughs> but um, she goes out into the hallway, 
and there's a lady in the abandoned apartment. She's like, oh, hey, lady, and number five, they finally, and you know, you finally got moved in. I'm, I'm Heidi. I'm fucking, yeah, Heidi from fucking in room, whatever the fuck. Room two, and she slams the door. She goes downstairs, and she talks to the fucking lady like, hey, you ran out of that hellhole. And she's like, no, I didn't. I would have been like, uh, there's fucking somebody up there. Let's go check it out. But instead, she's like, can you check it out? Oh, yeah, sure. She goes, don't worry, I will. Never follows up. Yeah, of course. Never follows up. Goes to the radio station, then like it's supposed to be like a commercial for this fucking Team H, because uh, I don't know, like I just it's so fucking. The, even the radio station itself was just fucking like it's, it's not much. funny. Yeah, it's, it's not, not funny. funny. Uh, there's no chemistry with any of the characters. Like you're supposed to believe that uh, Herman, the DJ dude, um, played by Jeff Daniel Phillips, is supposed to kind of have a, a semi thing with Heidi, but there's no chemistry between them. Um, you know, Ken Forey plays Herman Jackson, the other H member in the H team, and he's fucking boring too. And they're both named Herman, by the way. Um, nothing ever is connected. Visuals, there's some interesting visuals in the whole thing. But one of the things that really struck me about how bad this movie really is mm-hmm. is the audio quality. The dialogue was really low, and then like the jump scare shit was really loud, the music was really loud. Sometimes low, sometimes like the audio jumped in quality up and down. Jeez. Volume levels were all over the place. And I was like, what in the fuck is happening with this film? Like, <laughs> did you not take the time to get this done like in an appropriate manner? And just he would probably tell you, no, that's artistic value, bro. Yeah, it's artistic value. Artistic yeah. value is actually having a story to tell. Uh, like I said, my favorite but I'm a musician. My so favorite, my sounds. favorite. Uh, I know you've probably seen The Devil's Rejects. Yeah, I've seen The Devil's Rejects and A Thousand Corpses. Yeah, House of a Thousand Corpses is a fucking mess, but it's his first movie, and I expected it to be a mess, right? But, like, that story... Did he do th- Halloween or some shit, too? He did do Halloween. And Halloween I like won- Halloween. Halloween. Mm, Halloween's fine. No, I liked it to revamp, like, to re- the way they revamped it. I was like, all right, I can, I can, I can fuck with it. And, and it's fine, because, but the thing is, for me, like, Halloween 1 was kind of like, oh, we'll delve into the psyche of Michael Myers. And then part 2 was like, oh, guess what? No, it's- part 2 wasn't as good. I'm talking about part 1. Part right. One but, the, but the thing is, like, you, you know, part 2 was like, mommy issues. I still liked it. I still liked it, though, my life. Part 2? Yeah, I like uh, that. Dude, I was so fucking annoyed with it. <laughs> but I mean, like, I was also, you know, like, the first one was just like, oh, okay, this is a cool exploration of the Michael Myers character, but yeah. it doesn't do anything to expand the lore or really bring something super new to the table. I'm yeah, just like, of course. okay, cool. He's a demented guy, had, you know, he had a fucked up childhood and decided to be a killer. Yeah. Great. Fantastic. Um, but the Devil's Rejects is really good. I think, you know, being able to strip down some of the bullshit in House of a Thousand Corpses, there was just too much going on. Fucking Dr. Satan or whatever downstairs in the basement, like these fucking hallucinations of shit. <laughs> the the Texas Chainsaw Massacre family stuff yeah. going on top of it. You know, I think when he stripped it down and just made it about Captain Spaulding, Otis, and I think her character's name is Baby. I don't remember. I think that really worked. They're the surviving members of the of the family, and then they, you know, they get mowed down at the end by bullet fire by the cops. Fire, yeah, but it's a tighter story because it's only really about those three in in the the pursuit of them. This movie here, the characters barely interact. Like you're supposed to really think that Bruce Davison is like interested in trying to solve this mystery that's going on with the fucking yeah. the Salem. Like even I thought it was kind of stupid. Fucking ET's mom was fucking. As one of the fucking witches and shit. Yeah. Like, like ah, man, like, that's... Even the three ladies, it's just like, man, they're not fucking... They're they, not any way... In any way, like, fucking, like, scary or creepy or, like, all... Like, they don't come off in any way type of fucking... Uh, like, if they're going to be, the like, the bad guys or if they're, like... It just doesn't matter to me, you know what I mean? It just doesn't, it doesn't seem... It doesn't feel right. It didn't feel believable at yeah. all. It felt like they were doing a stage play... And just not even a good stage play. Yeah. They, they were just kind of fucking there. Um, so stick to ET, lady. Fuck. <laughs> it's not her fault. Like that's the thing. I no, like. I was. I, <laughs> she, chose, she didn't write she, the fucking movie said, or oh, direct it. She just want to get paid, huh? Yeah, of course. I mean, you you fuck. You tell me, fucking Rob Zombie's like, I got a roll for you. You're not gonna fucking take it. I'll fucking take it. What do you want me to do? Uh, Act terribly? Sure, I can do it. Like your wife? <laughs> Don't worry, buddy. I got you. She's uh, a, depends she's, on the check. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cut me a check. Tell me what to do. He'll never hire me after hearing this. Um, <laughs> his wife yeah, was terrible. Well, as, she's a terrible actress. That's life, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's true. 
And, and I'm cool with it. Yeah. Uh, well, you don't want to get put in a fucking movie like that one because it'd be trash either way. So what the fuck's the matter? I get more. <laughs> I get more fucking trash roles, bro. Oh yeah. Be huh? like, hey, Velasa Pastor, I'm fucking in. Velasa Pastor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, we uh, after don't Saints watch this movie. Pastor way. <laughs> you you can completely skip this film. Yeah, fuck um, yeah. We please. we gave it a one point five. Yeah, skip that shit. You don't fuck. have to watch it. I just so fucking. It's the worst. Yeah. Uh, um, and then we ended it with. To uh, the new horror film on Netflix called Il Legame, uh, or The Binding, as it's known here in the United States, came out October 2nd. Um, according to IMDb, it's while visiting her fiance's mother in southern Italy, a woman must fight the mysterious and malevolent curse intent on claiming her daughter. Uh, it's directed by Domenico Imuanele de Fundis. The Fundis. Uh, the Fundis. Uh, and it's written by Daniela Kos- Koski. Um, it's an Italian film. Italiano. Italiano. Um, the lead roles are Mia Maestro and Ricardo Sacamari. Sac Marcio. Um, when the moon hits it high. <laughs> like a big spooky pie. Yeah. That's the binding. <laughs> um, the movie starts off with an exorcism kind of shit. Like, I'm not really, you know, like, yeah, you're not you really like sure. like, a fucking girl screaming and, like, and you're wondering what the fuck has happened because the screen is still black. But they look kind of... Dude, by the way, when the fucking opening, I was watching it in my in my bedroom, mm-hmm. you know, and when the screaming's happening, I thought it was the fucking crazy neighbor. Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's not surprising. <laughs> I was like, God damn it, I go out there and check she's on this going, fucking... Yeah, she's going at it, going crazy again. Fuck. It's only you know, been a day. Yeah. Every, every oh, so yeah, I, I know we've talked about her before. It's the neighbor that lives behind our house. I don't think she's with that dude anymore, huh? I don't think so because she's been super fucking quiet and I've not seen him around. Yeah, I haven't seen him constantly in a long fighting with time. her boyfriend, but she elevates things to a level that I've not seen. Uh she definitely needs help. We've tried to I try not to call the cops because I don't want something to happen to her. But I, I've been trying to figure out what other things I can call. But yeah, that's, we know how the cops can be. Nowadays. Um, so, yeah. Dangerous. So the Dangerous. Whole, it looks like they're torturing this woman and, like, making her drink something, cutting her back, and they make her look into a mirror. The mirror cracks, and then, boom, the binding. And it opens up with a family on the on the road trip. Yeah, getting ready to go see visit uh, his family, you know? Yeah, they were going to go visit his family, but, like, it made it seem like they were already married and shit. Like, I was like, oh, good for them, you know? That's like this, I thought, yeah. yeah. This, this, and it turns out, no, it's his fiance. And they're going to meet the family that he didn't even tell them that he was coming. Um, yeah. You know, the mother, Teresa, and um, there's Ada. Because in in Italian and Spanish, the, the vowels are different. It's Ada. Um, you know, they, they kind of make it seem like they're trying to be a little standoffish. It's not Ada, it's Ada. Ada. Names are proper. Yeah, and then... um fucking Mexico, and they don't they call Michael Jackson, Miguel Jackson. His name is Michael Jackson, so... yeah. You know? Well, I think that's because of, of how famous that motherfucker was. And no importa, amigo. <laughs> no importa, amigo. Listen, listen, listen. Listen, it's not Miguel. It's not it's Miguel, not Miguel Jack, Jackson. Okay? It's uh, Michael Jackson. More than me. I want to fucking moonwalk. To, ta- <laughs> to tacos. Um, <laughs> I love it to tacos. <laughs> and the movie, nothing happens for the first hour. Yeah, it there was fucking a, brutal it, to get through the, the first fucking hour. There was a couple of, uh, like... I'd rather be working in the sun. There was, a, <laughs> there was a couple of spooky scenes, but nothing really, like, really spooky. Like, oh, like it seems like a practice of amateur filmmaking, yeah. but still visually at a level that a professional is making a film. You know, it's not somebody learning the fucking ropes. I just felt like yeah, clear shots. They kind of yeah. know they know how to focus the camera. They were framed they correctly. Yeah. The yes. acting is really good. It's natural, you know. Um, but overall, there's nothing really scary about the movie for the first hour. And by the time the last half hour starts really picking up, you kind of know where this story is going. Yeah. And you know, um, Ricardo Sacamarcio and the character Francesco that he plays could have just been straight up honest with his fiance about having a girlfriend back when he was younger. Things went really horribly bad. She was possessed. But it felt like they were bringing these things up to explain her suspicions that she had against the family and their behavior. Yeah. But they could have. he could have laid that out 
in crazy stories before. I don't even know. Some of the small weird stuff that she would catch. It, it almost seems like they fucking brought it up in a way to just be like, oh, it helps the story right now. So we're bringing yeah, this chunk exactly. in. Oh, it helps the story right here. So we're going to bring this moment in. It just didn't feel as tense as the film should have. Yeah. And so, you know, me and Maestro is believable as Emma. So the, the young girl who plays Sophia, uh, Ju, Giula, Julia uh, Patergani. Julia. She, Julia. Julia. Um, you know, she does um, really well as a little girl. Just honestly, like, nothing really happens for the first hour. So there's nothing really to get really going. And once the movie's going, like I said, it just it just stops. You just don't care. Yeah, I feel like they did the first hour just... Um, the the little girl starts to explore the house and start catching, like, little small hints of shit. Hints of shit, but it's not really nothing that you're just, like... Or, or that pulls the, the story where, oh, it's... Am I going to get scared right now or nothing? Am I really going to get spooked out here? And you're not. Yeah. Because they wait to really start filling the holes. on that end. It is. It is. And the movie at the end, you know, the the villain Ada comes up and she is the girlfriend possessed. But she's not interesting as a character because you don't know anything about her. You just know that she was screaming in the beginning of a movie. Mm -hmm. So the thing is, the reason they call it the binding is that she's been tied to a possessed, uh, like a demon spirit. And because she lost her daughter, she wants to now claim Sophia, Emma's daughter, as her own. Mm -hmm. And... Mm -hmm attacks Emma, uh, Sophia, bites her to be able to m- mix their blood together to create that bind, the binding. Yeah. And the mom has to, you know... Cut herself. Cut herself and give her blood to be able to resync. Like, your fucking tablet's not syncing with the Wi-Fi. You got to resync it up yeah. and mix the blood again. And everything just felt like it was being explained, like, too quickly. And I, um, quickly, uh, where, where was, where did she bleed from when she bit her? From the, from the, yeah, from the neck, I think. Fucking, what is she? Like, I don't know. Like, it that's was, my point. Is like, did she? Was because she, the bite didn't even look like a bite, right? Yeah, like, she was bleeding gums. Yeah, it was her bleeding gums. Got her. She's not brushing her teeth. She's in the fucking cave. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, that, that that must have been it. Yeah, and then Francesco goes down to the caves to find the girl. It's find the girl, sees uh, Ada, and is like, I'm sorry, baby, but I got a new woman in my life. Yeah. Me and you had something real special back in the day. But look at you. You haven't taken a bath in like two months. More um, than that, it looked like yeah. fucking years, probably. <laughs> Fuck. And like I knew he wasn't dead when when because for me, if you don't see them explicitly yeah. die on screen, they're not fucking dead. Yeah, exactly. And so I knew the ending was going to be like, it's going to go back to the cave, it's going to be him lying on the floor, and he's going to take a breath. And sure enough, that's exactly how the fucking movie ended. And ultimately, where I land is, it's just okay. Like, it has a couple of moments. The last half hour is interesting enough. Just you had not set up the story well enough or quick enough or explain a lot of the lore behind what's happening, you know, up until that point. I so. didn't fucking, you didn't I didn't re- even like this movie. Yeah, no, nothing about it either. Yeah, it was a, it was a, it, it was creepy, I suppose. Some moments, like, like you're saying, like no, the no. last half an hour was 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 where it was all at, pretty much. Yeah, but I. I wasn't engaged by then. By then, I was just like, just, how like, much longer to this fucking movie is over? You're like, are we done with this yet? Yeah. Like, because I'm done with it. Yeah. Yeah. So we ultimately gave the binding a five out of 10. It's just a film. It's super predictable. Yeah. And it just felt like they were taking chunks of the story and throwing it into the mix when the moment needed it to be done. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, for us, like, the recommendation of the week is finish Chew On. You know, I mean, obviously, if you've listened to this episode at this point in time, you have watched Juon and you've joined along because we do spoil some stuff, obviously. Yeah, spoilers earlier. alerts. But, that, but that's definitely the one that you want to stick with. Uh, next week, we're going to be doing uh, Grave Encounters to, to to make up for not being able to do it Yeah, and, this Hubie, week. and Hubie Halloween. Oh, fuck my life. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I was on fucking <laughs> saying, I fucking, you know how I fucking hate <laughs>
<laughs> and like Adam Sandler, dude, what's up? No, I haven't. I haven't liked Adam uh, Sandler. I got a couple titties, uh, uh, little titties. Yeah, titties. Um, yeah, I don't fucking like Adam Sandler. Yeah, oh, come on, man, it's fucking Billy Madison. Oh uh, yeah, back back in the day. Um, I heard I'm a this fucking, fucking adult now. <laughs> I heard, uh, hey man, it's a nostalgia. You know what I mean? Come on, <laughs> 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 fucking, uh, they're making another Mad Max prequel. Uh, I guess one of the one of the. Uh, characters from the Furo- Furiosa cast, Anya Taylor Joy is going to be a part of the cast. Chris Hemsworth and Yaya Abdul Mateen the second. Okay, so uh, I guess that's been confirmed, but uh, I'm not sure when it's gonna when it's gonna drop. Pretty sure probably 2022, 2023, maybe. I would imagine. I mean, once things get really underway, I mean, unless they all quarantine and film it in Australia where they barely have any cases, yeah, and they keep a tight a tight crew, they yeah. might be able to pull it off. Yeah, definitely. And then we got a um, Space Mountain movie, a Space Mountain movie, which is another Disney ride, which they fucking been trying to make past movies about all <laughs> the fucking shit. Yeah, it's loosely based on the ride, but you know that's just something that's gonna be coming up in uh, in uh, entertainment for those that uh, are down to watch some shit like that. And for Halloween, they're gonna make the Matterhorn. Uh. And then did you hear about the fucking plane that they're fucking building? It's supposed to hit Mach two, take you from London to New York in three and a half hours. It okay, will, good. It will that be, was, uh, that pu- used to- it's Republic too. It's supposed to be uh, available in 2029. That's uh, do you remember the Concorde planes before they crashed? Negative. Uh, they were like the little pointy motherfuckers. They had a pointy. Nose. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. I do remember. Those were. Oh, I know what they look like. Those were top speed, like mock level airplanes. They would you know travel from like New York to France in I think it's like a normally a 14 hour flight or something like yeah. that. Um, with that, it would cut it down to five, six hours, and oh, they eventually fuck. they eventually stopped flying them because it turns out the way that the nose was designed was really poor for taking off. For the flying stuff, it, it worked fine, but for yeah. taking off, there were problems. And eventually, like there was a flight from France that took off and killed a bunch of people, and they were like, "Okay, you know what? No, no more of this plane," because they had had accidents before that weren't as bad, you know. Yeah, damn. Well, I didn't fucking know about all that. Yeah, no, it's a it's it's a crazy story. I you know, I remember I, I, kind of seeing it on the news. Like I'm just going off the top of my head. I'm I, sure that there's. I can't remember what company's doing these planes, but um, uh, I guess whoever the fuck wants to know about it, research it because I didn't fucking look into it like that. Yeah, and I'm hoping it's gonna be safe because it's you know it'd be nice technology to technology and shit. You know, shit has to get better. Materials get better. Of course, and but you know, people get smarter. Okay, I wouldn't say that. I mean, look at fucking Trump supporters. No, I don't mean we're fucking... <laughs> like, those are just idiots, you know what I mean? The stupidity is never going to end. No. That's going to be ongoing no matter what, but... Uh, at all. People do get smarter because they get the knowledge that's already in the present day, and they can expand from that. So that's all I meant by that. For yeah, those yeah. that are smarter, of course, and, 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 at that and, level, it's, you know, we're, you know, I'm just a regular schmo. A regular... Schmo uh, Joe. Schmo, yep. schmo. Yes, sir. Um... Yeah, did you? And I heard about the rumors about uh, Spider Man. Uh, Tom Holland uh, is coming back, obviously for a yeah. third film. But the rumor is now expanding to Jamie Fox coming back as Electro, Jesus. and uh, um, Andrew Garfield coming back as the Amazing Spider Man, and Tobey Maguire returning as the original first classic Spider Man. Really? That that's the rumor that's for going like around. Uh, universe it looks like they're trying to do a live action. That would be pretty sick. It would be pretty sick. I'm not exactly sure how they're going to pull it off because the rumor is also that in the new Venom film, Tobey Maguire is supposed to make an appearance. Okay. So I mean, you know, uh, we'll, we'll see. I mean, I think it's an interesting idea. I don't know in practice if it's going to be as successful as that. Was a good actor, man. That was a little looks like a little bitch, but who? Tobey Maguire. Fuck that, dude. No, <laughs> he's, a he's a good actor, dude. No, he's he's a good actor. If he's willing to make that face when he's like super hurt, he makes some ugly ass fucking face. It's like, yeah, bro, you really need to do that. Yeah, you're a good actor, bro. <laughs> Keep it up. No, I think Tobey Maguire is a good muscles. actor. I think he was just poorly cast as Spider Man. You seen Sea Biscuit? I saw Sea Biscuit. Yeah, I actually thought it was pretty good, man. Uh, and I thought to myself, like, <laughs> your boy I, used to fucking be like, watch that shit, watch that oh, shit, dude. I remember my <laughs> fucking boy. So I had a boy that I worked with on the overnight crew at uh, Target. Target gang, those. I, don't know, I was gang. I wasn't in the Target gang. He wasn't you know. in the Target gang. <laughs> I kicked it all the time. But like, I had one homie. He was TGs. Just, <laughs> he, was, <laughs> he was obsessed with fucking Sea Biscuit. The guy did not like movies. Period. Yeah. But he loved fucking Sea Biscuit. 
fucking loved it. But he liked it. horse racing too. Like re- he did uh, like horse racing. Yeah. But the thing was, like, he loved Sea Biscuit. Yeah, would talk about Sea Biscuit. Woke up about Sea Biscuit. Went to sleep dreaming about Sea Biscuit. Yeah, yeah Biscuit, homie. This motherfucker was like, "You have to watch this film." And he <laughs> let me borrow it. I watched it and said, "Yeah, it's fine." Yeah, <laughs> he's like, "What do you mean it's just fine?" He's like, "This is like a cinematic masterpiece." Oh, <laughs> about all that. Yeah, yeah, he was. Nah, like, I just thought it was a good movie. I yeah. saw it. I was like, "All right." I was like, "It's cool." It's fine. It's not nah, well, fucking to think that. What my fucking watch a movie about a fucking about horse racing? Horse racing. Yeah, like I'm I wasn't gonna watch that shit. No. Fuck no. And so when I did see it, I was like, oh, okay. I was like, yeah, well, I guess they did a good job with that fucking type of plot. I was like, they 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 fucking what? ran with it well and it was cool. Well, you know, it's always about like I never I went back about, and saw it again, you know what I mean? What I hate it was about, good for a, it was good for one run. What I hate about sports films in general is it's always an underdog story. Yeah. And so you have to really be good at doing the underdog story if you're gonna fucking catch me. Creed. I didn't Angels watch in the outfield. I didn't watch Creed for a fucking long time. It Creed wasn't. Sight. I, the thing was, like, underdog story, cool, fantastic, and everybody's like, "Dude, but Sylvester Stallone." I'm like, "That's fine. Sylvester Stallone's a good writer." Michael on B. What Jordan. He does. He's so hot right now. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I, you know, I eventually watched it, and I was like, you know what, I, I. I slept on this shit. Yeah, yeah. it's good. Nah, it's, it's a really good fucking good. movie. Yeah. Um, another shit I heard is uh, Super Mario World finally opens in Japan uh, in 2021. That's at their Universal Studios in Osaka. If anybody wants to take a flight out there, it's gonna be open next year. So go ahead. Uh, nobody's accepting anybody from the United States, so it'll be some time before you actually get well, a go. Some, anybody from a different country listens to this. <laughs> Oh, from we, a have, better, we have from a better country than the we've USA had a right now because the USA from, is fucking trash. We've uh, we've actually had some people listening from uh, Ireland on according to oh, I like some, that, I like which that. is great. Fucking appreciate that Ireland fucking showing love. I, that's that's good looks because USA is trash right now. So looking at us <laughs> is fucking tough. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, we're like it's like we're fucking in the prison and shit, looking out the window like. Everybody else is free. Yeah, they're man. having picnics and shit. I want to telling you, man. <laughs> that expat doesn't doesn't sound too bad for me right now, man. I'm not even fucking around, bro. Dude, I'm telling you, like I watch all these people, like you know, because you follow people on Instagram that are all from all over the world, and they're able to like fucking go and hang out with their friends and shit. Granted, yeah. they're still wearing masks to be safe, but like they're all fucking hanging out and shit, taking pictures and selfies, and like some of them are even going maskless because they have no cases. Yeah, and you're over here like. What what about me? Yeah, um, I, can't, I can't do nothing. I can't do shit, man. Yeah, that shit fucking sucks. I'm carving pumpkins in so, the front yard like a fucking crazy person. Yeah, all we can do is rely on uh, Disney keeping their word about ramping up a uh, Disney Disney Plus. Is, is what I, another tidbit I heard that they guess be. They are ramping up. They've changed their their uh, their formula from not not heavily relying on movie theaters. They're yeah. diversifying. They're diversifying their bonds. Hmm? I heard a lot of movie theaters are pissed off because of that. They are pissed off, especially with their announcement that Soul is coming out in December now on Disney Plus. Yeah, but because, because they're looking- shifting away from being like focus on the movie theaters, uh, they're trying to focus on their streaming service, like everybody else is. Well, Warner yeah, Brothers fucking are- see what Netflix fucking Wa- did. They're like, but Warner that. Brothers earlier this year even talked about like, no, no, we're gonna focus on HBO Max. Like that's gonna be the bread and butter for us eventually down the line yeah. why because more and more people do you can buy yourself like my living room is small so i have a 55 inch 4k television with a fucking sound bar and a subwoofer yeah. i don't have to deal with fucking assholes checking out their fucking phone talking through a fucking movie you know coming to the movie late yeah in walking in front of everybody yeah but theater's just an experience and, yeah, I mean, and it it, it's an experience for us because we're still of that era but eventually I could see them all going away, and and there there won't be any theaters anymore. You buy a projector, It'd be a small place, like a small place that just just for the nostalgia factor. Yeah, I mean, you buy a projector, you sit outside with all your homies and shit. You set up a bunch of fucking yeah. chairs, like the fifties cafes. Yeah, or like this, yeah, this is gonna be. Be- put a projector future. with a nice sound system, dude. You can fucking yeah, have a straight. great experience. Yeah. And fucking your friends are also sure. gonna be like, yeah, we're not fucking. And you'll be able to drink and smoke fucking weed and do anything you want, really. You can fucking you can shoot fucking blow. You can do whatever the fuck you want, yo. You get fucking, you can get blown while the fucking screens up there, like literally, and not have to be worrying about somebody walking in and uh, catching you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so that's the thing. It's just like, uh, what are what are theaters gonna be really? Except for like, yeah, those single fucking experiences. Yeah. Obviously, for me, I would love to go see, you know, Tenet. In fucking IMAX. Oh fuck yeah! You know what I mean? Sick. But I'm but I'm not because right now it's not the time for that shit. Yeah. 
True. I see motherfuckers in Orange County going because they've opened up the theaters over there. But I'm like, okay, AMC's talking about we're running out of cash. We're probably going to be out of cash by the end of the year or in the beginning of 2021. And so you think about, like, well, then what is going to be the movie-going experience? For me, like, I had the most fun I ever had. I forget what the theater was, but we, my, my wife and I, we wanted to go watch The Room by Tommy Wiseau. Yeah, Tommy Wiseau. Yeah, fucking, what a fun fucking time that was. Like, that, for me, is like, that's a movie-going experience. Motherfuckers yeah. were like... Throwing fucking plastic spoons at the fucking screen and shit every time they show this picture frame that has a wooden spoon in it. Yeah. So everybody yell out spoons and just fucking start tossing it. <laughs> fucking and, ridiculous. And like interacting with the screen and shit. And it's just so much fun. Also, another movie that I had a blast watching is the Jackass films. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. my yeah. God. That was a fucking the, experience. Those, those were the good. rowdiness of everybody just like, fuck yes. Yeah. It's great. And we saw that shit in a good in a good. Wait, I don't think I even saw it with you, y'all. I think you watched part two with us, not part three. Yeah. Um, but part two was like fucking wild. It was like an event. Part one. I remember seeing part one. I think I was just fresh out of high school. I think we, we watched part, part one, one with the band. Yeah, but we saw it in like in like a. a we saw it at the AMC in Burbank. Really? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Okay. Then the yeah, fucking that, I forget, the one the one that I saw without you guys. I saw it like in Westwood, like La Brea fucking type of area. Okay. Yeah, I mean, and so Jackass Two, and I, but those fucking movies are are fucking crazy classics because just the it was just completely different. Just watching these from dudes because you you, you kind of expected some of the shit that they'd be doing on TV, but it was it was not. It was elevated. Yeah, like the stunts hard, were more dangerous. Yeah, you know, some of the things were way more disgusting. Yeah, uh, it, it just it's not for everybody. Like there are people who hate Jackass, and I get it. It's not, but it's not for you. Yeah. It's for people who are just like. I have a fucked up sense of humor. I can watch people get hurt. Uh, sign me up. How do I do it? Yeah. You know, one of my favorite ones I still remember was when they got fucking put into the moving van and it was called like Rollerblade Disco. Oh, shit was dope. And they're just driving in this empty parking lot <laughs> that and they're so fucking, fucking getting so hurt. Yeah, that's just dope. It was so great. <laughs> uh, the last fucking tidbit I... I uh I guess it's not a real tidbit. It's just a fucking local news. I heard there's a fucking... Uh, a teen fight club has been discovered by law enforcement, but uh, they can't seem to pinpoint the location or where this shit's happening. So they we just started to talk about fight club. Yeah, I know, but I'm not a teen, so I could give two fucks less. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not a parent either, so I just want to fucking see these videos. Yo, what the fuck, yo? What have I been missing out? <laughs> oh yeah, child abuse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not child. And if it's two childers versus children versus children, well, I guess if they if, it's, the same, if, you know if it was mean? their idea. Yeah, that's not child abuse. Yeah, if it was the adult's abuse. idea, yeah. then that is child abuse. Yeah, but I guess uh, law enforcement can't get a can't get a read on it. Can't get a read on it, so they've been fucking urging parents to talk to their fucking kids and make sure that, you know whoever kids, whichever kids getting coming home, fucking purple eyed, getting a talking to. Well, it's not even that. Like even fucking remember uh, the choking game and shit that people would do like in middle school, yeah. where they put the fucking fists on your fucking jugulars, like. Dude, people have died from that shit. I'm just yeah, like, no. nah, we're good. I remember in middle school, there was one time I was walking to uh, my fifth period class, and it was like, you know, it's lunchtime, and I'm walking by the handball courts, and you see all the fucking troublemakers, which were all my homies. Yeah, I was the fucking the nerd that they were like, hey, Sam, let us copy your uh, your homework. Hey, I'm Sam, like, you get that? that I'm like, fuck yeah, man! Like. Here you go. Yeah. And so, you know, they'd be like, yo, let's go ditch. Let's Just go fucking. Because <laughs> I went to Sun Valley uh, Junior High. Yeah, we went. We went. But, like, I mean, obviously, I went way longer, way before. Yeah, way you. before, yeah. And way I longer remember, before yeah, me. Way longer and before you. <laughs> and, uh, and you went for fucking, what, four years? Um, yeah, because I was ninth grade. No, wait. No. No, it was seventh, eighth, and ninth grade when I went. And okay, then they so shifted I went it. Long, I went you went longer. Okay, yeah, I went fucking. F no. No, it was the same thing. You went six, seven, eight. They just, they, they just showed, up, yeah. you went to high school longer. Yeah, because high school, high school was 10, 11, 12. Yeah. Um, but like, I remember walking by the handball courts, and they were like, "Hey, Sam, you want to fucking play the?" the I'm like, "Nah, dude, we're good. We're solid. I'm not getting fucking choked up by you, motherfuckers. I don't trust you." Yeah. And sure enough, there's a, a classmate of mine, and he gets fucking choked out, and as he starts passing out, they start slugging him in the face as he's going down. And I was like, that's exactly what I expected from you motherfuckers. <laughs> no, thank you. I will let you wake copy up, my wake homework. Up, wake up. <laughs> when you guys hop the fence to go to Crazy Burger, bring me back some burger and fries, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, for real. But that was it. Like, it was never fucking, fuck no. I would yeah. never fucking do that shit. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> it, was just, it was the same thing, like, calling somebody gay in middle school was, like, the most fucking, like, offensive shit. Like, people get so fucking defensive about it, too. That's when you were in middle school. That's when I was in middle school. Yeah. And so, like, when I went to middle fucking school. Fuck. 
And like they were like, "Hey Sam, you're gay." And I was like, "All right, dude." Like, what, that didn't offend you? Yeah, dude. I dude. The guy came back into homeroom was like, "What the fuck? What the fuck?" He sat down. He's like, "Why the fuck are you making this not fun? You're supposed to get like, no, I'm not fucking gay, so we can keep calling you gay." I'm like, "I don't care what you say, bro." <laughs> yeah, I don't give a fuck what you say. Yeah. Whatever the fuck you want to say about me, go ahead and fucking say it. I know yeah. it's not fucking true. Sure enough. They never made fun of me. Yeah. Because I never, like, fucking... Yeah, no, you don't fucking entertain the bullshit. Same as, you know, it, we were just raised re- raised in a different in a different way. We were, we were we, well, because dad, you know, with, with raising us as kids was always like, if you're going to make jokes, you better fucking be ready to take jokes. Yeah. And it'd be like, and nothing's off the fucking table. People are going to be fucking ruthless sometimes. Yeah. And just, honestly, it's just like fucking rolls right off my back. No fucking sweat. Yeah. I'm like, cool, you want to say something? So the only mom? people that are going to care about you is us, yeah. the family. The rest of the world... We really know how to get under your skin. They fucking hate you, okay? <laughs> oh, dude, dad was so like that yeah. shit. Yeah. Was, so he is like that. Yeah, he's still like that. He's still like that. The motherfucker's crazy. Yeah. Uh, hey, dad, take everything, everything in the in the world to fucking destroy your dreams. He's like, you like dreams? You have dreams? Yeah. The world will take those dreams and crush it. <laughs> yeah. You're like... Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, thanks for that. Oh, you want to fucking be musicians? What are you, fucking suckers? Yeah. Oh, you guys are doing a podcast? Oh, at 6 a.m. on a Saturday. I'm awake. Wake your ass up, too. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, okay. We got to go knock down a wall. Why? Because yeah. I want to go knock down a wall. Yeah. In fact, you're going to watch me knock it down. I'm just going to tell you to hand me the tools. Yeah. Like, hand me the sledgehammer. <laughs> yeah, like, okay. <laughs> All right, now done, what? I'll clean it up. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, fuck. Oh, so I'm sucked. a slave then? <laughs> I mean, basically, in a way, we were. Yeah. Um, you know. Yeah. That's, I, I think we'll probably end on that note. <laughs> yeah, we'll end on that note, man. Um, yeah. Thank you guys so much for joining us. As always, you can find us on anchor, anchor.fm slash Brothers to find all the links uh, to everywhere we're posting. Um, and please, if you're listening to us on Apple, please rate and review us. We appreciate all the love that we can get on yes. this show. The You know, the, the reviews, the more reviews we get, the more access people have to seeing our show. Um, and on top of that, you can find us on Instagram as the Renderos Bros. Hit us up right there. Leave us a comment. Leave us a message. Uh, tell us to watch a fucking uh, movie, whatever. Yeah. You know, uh, recommend the film. You, uh, you know, it, we're, we're, we're willing to watch it. Yeah. Um, you, us we're you, boring. And you can find Mike Anything. as Hollywood Mike with double eyes. That's right, baby. And you can find me as Render, me, Render me Sam. I will give you the warning, though. I post a lot of political shit on my personal page. Yeah, don't post so shit. So just, just be prepared for that. If you follow me, prepare to not see shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but we're posting on the Renderos Bros. Once a month, yeah. All or the actually, time. once a week. That's definitely one drop I do is fucking yeah. the Renderos Bros post. But we definitely post on the on our, our podcast yeah. page, and we post on my personal page, like the memes and the political shit. Yeah. Uh, also the podcast stuff. But I mean, honestly, like, if you're also going to get offended by some of the po- political opinions that I have, uh, buckle in, sweetheart. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and as always, you can email us at renderosbros at gmail.com. Uh, again, stay safe out there and don't snore Legos. Yep. <laughs>